0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: It's time for your daily dose of all things Chicago sports. This is The Daily Score. Now, here's your host,
0: Mark Grody. Hello, and welcome into The Daily Score. I am Mark Grody. And what I'm sitting here wondering right now is is it actually possible that Ryan Poles, Matt Eberflus, and Justin Fields could all get blown out of their roles on this team by the time this season ends? Because that pot is being stirred for the first time. I definitely think it's too early to discuss that and to be even though you know ryan poles is on an error streak right now it feels like i still don't think there is enough evidence to because what you'd be saying about ryan poles is that he is a joke and that he has no idea what he's doing he's in over his head he has fooled everybody i mean if Ryan Poles was gone after this year, or even in the midst of this year, which I, I don't think that that would happen. I mean, that's straw man stuff. I don't know that anybody is necessarily saying that. Um, but if Ryan Poles was gone at the end of this season, um, which is not out of the realm of possibility, but it would be a it would be something. It would be egregious. You, there would have to be some sort of oh, man, this guy does not know what he is doing, actually, you know, we're that point that we usually see with players. And we might be seeing that with, with Justin Fields, we might be in that moment of, oh, I don't know if he's got what it takes to be a starting quarterback in the National Football League. And I'm there with, with Justin Fields. But As for the idea that polls could be gone and subsequently his head coach, Matt Eberflus, it comes down to, really, that new layer that was added this year. And that's the Kevin Warren layer, that he is the the boss of bosses around there. The only person he answers to out there is George McCaskey. And my guess is, is that they have given Kevin Warren a ton of autonomy in all of the different tasks that he is taking on right now. So what we don't know is Kevin Warren and how much patience he has. We're learning him as well. But I want to bring back a little bit of Ryan Poles' audio because what you're about to hear from Ryan Poles is from last week when he spoke to us at Hallis Hall. But this is what I imagine Ryan Poles is or is going to. When need be, when need when you get into situations like this, where you are breaking the glass in case of emergency, this is what Polls pulls out. Now he was telling the public this, but believe me, when you hear what you're about to hear from Ryan Polls, and you may have already heard it, but you're you're going to hear it in a different tone or a different time, I should say. This is what Ryan Polls probably tells his bosses.
1: I said it from the beginning. I feel good about. This roster on paper, it's got to gel. It's got to work together. It doesn't happen overnight. Would you like it to? Absolutely. I wish the preseason was cleaner, uh, where everyone was going, a ton of reps. It didn't happen that way. We had to adjust. I believe that we have a better team. It takes time to gel. We're doing things the right way. And unfortunately, sometimes the right way is the hardest way. But in order to have success for a long period of time, we got to go through these things uh, to be a good football team
0: right way is the hardest way i mean it that's the that's the line that's supposed to be inspiring and i imagine it probably is if you are in the organization and you want this organization to succeed um you know the right way isn't always the easy way and you can those are things you can sit back like i can see polls saying that and tell and kevin warren he knows all the quotes i'm sure since he's like the boss of all bosses, like the greatest boss that's ever bossed anybody ever, he understands that. I imagine he understands that. So if you're one of those who wants the fast fix and the blowout and another rebuild and just gut the whole thing, Ryan Poles ain't going down. He's just, he's not because because of what you just heard. I mean, it's a reminder of, the fact that he has not been here long and that nor has Matt Eberflus and you know relatively speaking nor has Justin Fields one more from polls and that is to drive the point home further that i don't think that George McCaskey and Kevin Warren are disenchanted yet are ready to pull the plug have not had that, oh, moment like we were talking earlier. Further proof of it is this from Ryan Poles.
1: No one in our building is panicking. No one's flinching at any situations. Not our owner, not our president, not our head coach, not myself, none of our players. Everyone's focusing on solving the issues that we have so that we can be a better football team.
0: I am taking into account here that it's now after the third loss. He is speaking when the Bears are 0-2. This is after the Justin Fields, Alan Williams stuff was hitting its high point last week. So that definitely needs to be kept in mind that maybe did they lose a little calm after this loss? He clearly received some sort of vote of confidence this week from the bosses in terms of how they handled everything. That's what that says to me, that George McCaskey and Kevin Warren and he polls huddled up and decided what the best thing to do was, and it probably included, you know, polls talking to the media and then how they were going to word things and what they have to say and what they don't have to say. So that's a building on the same page right now. You know, the other guy, you know, the other part of it, the man with the least power just by, by nature of the line of succession that we're talking about, that'd be Matt Eberflus. And, you know, the Bears have not ever fired a coach in season, famously. Um, and I don't think that there's anything to suggest to me that they would make this uh change their own precedent this year. But mm, I mean, if this keeps up, the Flus could be Matt Iberflus could be in trouble. But polls clearly supports Matt Iberfluss. That's been clear to me from day one. They both have the same agent, but polls on his head coach Matt Iberflus right here.
1: He's got a ton of faith in fluos. as a leader. He's done a great job. And then as a, a defensive play caller as well. Got a ton of faith there. Um, is the situation easy? Is sudden change easy? No, it's not. Uh, but he handled it well. He's leaned on <laughs> his staff that has experience to help him get through that um, and be successful. Right. So,
0: and he's been stepped down. Th- I mean, he's he've, he's given many supportive soliloquies and statements on Matt Eber since he got to the Bears. It's always been a thing. He loves Flus. Loves Flus. Loves flu. So, you know, th- that could be a situation where when this thing ends, and, you know, hopefully it's down the road, you know, seven or eight years from now, or whatever the lifespan of a GM is in a successful realm, um, that those two guys probably would go out together just because of the way, how prominent they are as a duo. Yeah, so I just was thinking about those today in relation to what people are beginning to talk about. And that is, you know, not all, I mean, I talked about on an earlier podcast this year, you know, I think it was after the Green Bay game, where, yeah, it was after the Green Bay game. And that was the point at which it became officially okay to criticize the GM and start to wonder about him as opposed to just giving him the pass because that wasn't his team and he's rebuilding and we allow for rebuilds. But now with a couple of drafts under his belt and, you know, the, the people that he has hired in the building, it became okay to critique him. I mean, it just felt, it felt right. It felt easier. It felt more justified. But I'm not ready to go to the firing point yet. Like, I don't think, like, one thing at a time. Let's just, you know, welcome to the fray, Ryan Poles. Welcome to the world where, you know, when the Bears start to lose, we are in the media uh, always, from a talk show host or podcast perspective, we're throwing everything out there. Everything goes in. Every ingredient, collect all the evidence leave none of it out. And, and you can't be careless with the evidence either. You got to put those gloves on, got to get it, put it all in the big machine, and then leave it up to us to be creative enough, hopefully to discuss it in terms that you can understand and, and be entertained by, hopefully, but that's the name of the game. Um. So Ryan Poles is officially an ingredient An ingredient. I don't know that there's, any, you know, I, honestly, Justin Fields became a real ingredient this year too, because I I think that it's been almost like a 50, 50 battle between fields or maybe even more pro fields in the definitely like two years ago, obviously it was like 90, 10 people believing fields to not believing. And then last year was a complicated year with that because while he didn't throw, he did superstar things with his leg. So I don't know that if he was open game yet, like there was the full green light on, you know, Justin Fields might be part of the problem. Oh my God. You know, and now we are there. We are there with Justin Fields. So it's, these are some, you know, landmark moments for this in relation to this season, that the places that we have gotten and, two big ingredients that were missing from the critique pool, the stew were the general manager and the quarterback, Ryan Poles and Justin Fields. People were reserving their opinions a little bit. And I think in the case of Justin Fields, not wanting to have to think critically because he's gotta be the guy, right? Justin Fields. It wasn't Mitch Trubisky, really. It's got to be Justin Fields. And I think that that's where we all sort of live with Justin Fields. And that's why there has been, you know, extended contemplation from people in terms of attempting to make up their minds on Justin Fields. But we're there. We're talking about it. The drama, I don't think it's going to happen in terms of a major firing or a blowout. Do I leave it out as a possibility at the end of the season? No, I don't leave it out. I don't think that's going to happen either. And I hope I provided a little bit of the reasons, the whys, if I might, in this episode of The Daily Score. Thank you for watching. For Ray Diaz, I'm Mark Grody. Talk to you later.